Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, 2 Chronicles 2012. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is 2 Chronicles 20.12. Our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. I love that last line. God, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. That's such an honest prayer, one that places us in a position to receive God's power, which he loves to display through our weakness. When we understand how truly weak we are, as King Jehoshaphat, the man who spoke today's verse did, that puts us in a position to receive God's power. So the king and his people, they were in a bad place. They were in a terrifying place. Shortly after initiating a sweeping religious reform throughout Judah, King Jehoshaphat learned that the Ammonites, the Moabites, and some Munites had united to declare war against him and his people. According to Amos 1 verse 13, the Ammonite warriors were so vicious, they, quote, ripped open pregnant women in order to, quote, enlarge their border. And by the time King Jehoshaphat learned about this army, they had already reached En Gedi, which was only about 35 miles from Jerusalem. The king didn't have a whole lot of options. He and his people, they they could maybe try to hide in caves in the clefts of mountains like they had back in Judges chapter 6 when the Midianites, the Malachites, and other eastern peoples invaded their country. Or maybe he could have fled to a neighboring country and tried to blend in. In a panic, he could have sent his commanders out to gather as many fighting men as they could find, although they would still be outnumbered, outskilled, and outmuscled. Or in the middle of his fear, before he took a single step forward, the king could pray. And that was precisely what he did. Second Chronicles 23 tells us, Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast. For all Judah. Does that strike you when facing a life or death situation for him and his nation? The king of Judah immediately turned to God in prayer 
And he called all his people to do the same. What an example of godly and God-led leadership, God-led living. In that moment, he was showing everyone how to respond in times of crisis and what it looked like to live in faith, in complete dependence on God. And notice the result. Verse 4 states, the people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Because King Jehoshaphat sought God in this moment of crisis, of terror, his people did as well. And then once they had all gathered, scripture tells us the king stood in front of the courtyard and he prayed an incredibly powerful prayer. In his prayer, he first acknowledged and proclaimed God's sovereignty and limitless power, a power greater than their worst and most vicious and most numerous enemies, saying, Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand. And no one can withstand you. And then in verses 7 and 8, he reminded God, and through this, the people of who they were to him, the men, women, children, and soldiers of Judah were God's chosen people, whom he had placed in and given the land that they now occupied, a land that ultimately God owned. Then he reminded himself and the people that God was with them, that God heard them stating in verse 9, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress and you will hear us and save us. And after all this, after remembering and proclaiming God's power, sovereignty, attentiveness, and presence, knowing that God would hear and respond, he ended with today's verse. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. In other words, guide us, Lord. Tell us what to do here, and whatever it is, we'll do it, because we trust you. And they did trust God. Upon his instructions, they set out early in the morning. They appointed men to sing praises to God. And they sent them out at the head of their army. That was God's battle plan. That the people led with praise, singing, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. With every step, give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. Although the word they used, his love, his hesed in the original Hebrew, it went so much deeper than our modern translations can convey. God's hesed is a merciful, fierce, compassionate, steadfast, enduring covenantal love. One that never grows weary, never fails, and never quits. That was their battle cry. God's love, God's hesed was their armor and their defense. They advanced in power and in confidence, knowing almighty, all-knowing, sovereign creator God loved them, heard them, was with them, and would fight for them. And he did. Scripture says in verses 22 to 23, as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. So their enemies fought against one another. Not one of them escaped. And when we find ourselves in frightening situations, often our first response is to react or to flee. 
But what if we turn to God first? What if we sought him, trusting him to fight our enemies on our behalf, just like he did for the nation of Judah? And what if we fought our battles on our knees through prayer and with surrendered hands lifted high in praise? Let's pray. Father, you are sovereign and all-powerful. You are greater than anything that could ever come against us. We know our wisdom is limited. Our wisdom is faulty. We don't know the best course of action for the struggles we face, but you do. You know all things. And so our eyes are on you. Help us to turn to you first in times of crisis, to seek your will, your help, and your heart. And give us feet that are ready to obey however you lead. Even if that leading, according to our thinking, makes no sense. Even if you call us to march out against a vast and vicious invading army, yielding nothing but a weapon of praise. We know however you lead, we're marching from a place of victory because we belong to the victorious Savior. In the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. 
As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.